Hello and welcome to another Le Beaujeu interview special. Steffi Mavadidi worshipped Thierry Henry as a kid and then got the chance to work with his idol at Arsenal. He's picked up tips from the Gunners great Arsene Wenger and Cristiano Ronaldo in a career that's seen him go from England to Italy and now France. After a first spell in Ligue 1 at Dijon, he's now flourishing at Montpellier and sat down with Armel Tongi for a chat that has rather more talk about Andy Delors' calves than you might expect. Enjoy. And we'll start with the fact that this weekend you could be making your 50th appearance in the French top flight. Really? It's come around quickly. Yeah, How does really? that make you feel? Congratulations. Wow. Um, don't know, I didn't really expect to, to reach a milestone like that so quick. Um, but yeah, it's, I guess it's an achievement and hopefully we can get a victory. You made your mark here already. Did you know that you were the first Englishman to score in Ligue 1 since Joe Cole in 2012? I think, <laughs> I think so, because there's not really that many English players that come to uh, France. So, yeah, I guess I, I think so, yeah. Is that, is, does that make you feel good, representing? Yeah, I mean, of course, like, um, same like when I was in Italy, I was uh, the first player since David Platt to play for Juventus. And obviously in France, it's different, but yeah, it makes me, it makes me proud, me and my family proud, so yeah. There's some stats that came out at the start of the year that you'd scored with nearly half of your shots this season. What's that mean? Are you really efficient or are you just not shooting enough? <laughs> no, 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 I think it means I'm really efficient. Not that I'm not shooting enough now, but like uh, when I play, um, I mean, I get into goal scoring opportun- uh, positions and I have confidence in, uh, in my finishing ability. So I'm not saying every time I shoot it goes in, but when I get into the positions, I'm, I have confidence in my ability. So like when I shoot, they tend to go in, so yeah. And fair play, because uh, the coaches had to start playing with three forwards because, I mean, you had one of the best strike partnerships about in terms of partnerships here at this club. Mm. How hard was it to, to make yourself a spot in the first 11? Um, I mean, yeah, we discussed, we discussed that before I joined the club. Um, obviously, I watched um, how they set up and how they play and uh, what their tactics are like. And obviously, it was evident that they played with two forwards, two good forwards, and I thought I could come and you know, change, bring another dynamic to the to the team, and that's what I've done. And and yeah, I'm just happy that everyone can see that. And I mean, we work uh, well as a front three, me, Gaetan, and Andy, and we cause a lot of uh, a lot of damage. And we, we're quite efficient on the pitch. Like we've scored, uh, the goal contributions is pretty much up there. You know, so it's good, yeah. And you're you're happy out on the, in that sort of wider spot? Is that natural for you? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because when I was growing up, like during my academy days, I've always played as a main striker, like number nine. So I guess I guess it's just all learning for me. You know, I'm still learning my trade out on the left and I like the left as well. Um, it's different but, and it's fun at the same time. So I guess it's just a bonus for me. You maybe like get more space, play more <coughs> with facing goal than with your back to goal than when you're playing in that number nine Yeah, position. exactly. And that's one thing that I have to, I have to adapt to. Um, you get more chances to run at players. It's something that I like doing as well. Um, and obviously you, you get the chances to score your goals. And when you do score your goals, it's, it, it's like a bonus as a winger. So, so yeah, but predominantly, I think in the future, 
my best position would be the number nine, but like I say now, I'm, I'm still learning, you know. Before we move on from your two strike partners, had you ever seen anything like Andy Delors' calves before you came here? <laughs> before I came, I mean, like, the, the first week I was here, like, one of the players was like, yeah, he's the strongest in the team. I was like, but yeah, look at his calves, like, they're so big. But no, nah, I mean, I don't know how he, he manages to, to, to put his socks over his calves on match days. I don't know if he gets extra, extra large. I see him stretching his socks before the game, so nah, he has very big calves and he's a, he's a very strong player. It's pretty handy because you've got the, the height of Gaetan Laborde and his aerial power. You've yeah. got his Andy Delors strength and you've got your pace. I always read about your pace, but have we seen you reach top pace in France? Maybe the goal against Monaco? Yeah, maybe the goal against Monaco. Um, I'm not sure. I think probably, yeah, that's probably probably one of my max speeds I've got in uh, uh, during the season. So. But yeah, but you know, watch this space. There's, we still got games to come, so. And you got the space on the left-hand side, so perhaps exactly. you can get more runs going. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what's the celebration about? Covering your eyes and. Uh, the celebration is just something um, me and my brother we spoke about. It's just a little thing between me and my little brother, you know. Um, one day he said, "Why don't you just try this? It looks cool." And yeah, I've just stuck with it. Um. We don't, I mean, for me personally, I don't often see like joy in your face when you score. I see determination, hunger, obviously the thanks, the prayer afterwards. What exactly do you feel? Um, after I score a goal, I just, you know, first, firstly, I, I, I like to, to thank God after every goal. And secondly, I just want more, you know, so. You see the joy and the, and, the, and the happiness in the change room after when I'm in my car driving home. But on the pitch, like, okay, once I score, I say, okay, I scored one goal. Let's try and get more and more. So, yeah. You've only scored one second half goal this season for Montpellier. Any reason for that? <laughs> You're bringing out all the stats I don't even know about, but... Um... Are you telling me they don't show you that in the, in the video room? <laughs> no, they don't, know. But um, one second half goal. That against Monaco? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, against Monaco. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Um, let's say I like to get off to a good start, so, <laughs> yeah. Going into detail about your, your second goal against Rennes, that first touch past a, a former teammate, was that because you, you sort of anticipated, you knew how Naif Aged defended? Um, I think there was, there was two. There was him and uh, the Silva. And uh, I know how good Naif uh, is as a defender. Um, I don't know, it's just instinct, like, yeah, just instinct. I thought, OK, if I, if I can dink the ball over this defender, I'm clean on goal with, a, with a, a decent chance, with a decent chance in front of goal. So, so yeah, it's just, just instinct, improvisation and, and, yeah, I slotted the ball, so. Did you and Naif laugh about it afterwards? No, he wasn't laughing, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure, he wasn't laughing, but, but no, he's a good guy. We, we had a good chat before the game and, and after the game, so, yeah. That was, uh, in terms of, anyway, obviously you got the two goals, probably could have got a hat-trick in that game. Uh, that was a great save from the keeper. Is that maybe your best performance for Montpellier? Yeah, I would say in terms of efficiency, like 
we won 2-1 and I scored two goals and I had some more chances, so probably, yeah, probably my best performance today. I saw someone tweet that you were a mix between Mbappe and Neymar that day. It's maybe a bit... <laughs> it was a good day for me and my family and I very much enjoyed that day. Well, I, I get the impression reading about you and, and hearing things that former colleagues and, uh, and coaches have said that you're a very hard worker and a good listener. Is that your key to success? Um, yeah, I mean, the base is hard work. And uh, once you have the base, you just build from the base. You have other aspects like talent, <laughs> luck, you could say. But, but yeah, and being, being a good listener, I think that's, that's how I learned best, you know, um, by listening and, uh, and people showing me how to do things. And, and yeah, so, I mean, right now I'm, I'm, I'm like a sponge, like I'm trying to absorb everything, every information that I can to make myself a better player and a better person. You've had some uh, unbelievable people to listen to over the years, likes of Wenger, Henri, Ronaldo, of course. Uh, I guess you haven't really had a choice but to listen when you work with those people. Yeah, exactly. You don't really have a choice, but um, now, of course, when these type of people, they speak, of course, everyone listens and, and like, what they what they what they speak about is is uh, is really important. So you only have to listen, and it can only make you better. So why not? Apparently, one of those guys that I just mentioned is the reason you wear your socks up to your knees. Um, which guy's that? No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been he's been my idol. He still is my idol. Um, yeah, the socks, the boots. Everything really, so so yeah. Do you know who inspired him to wear his socks over his knees? No, I don't know. Uh, Sonny Anderson at Monaco. Yeah, yeah. Used to drive him to training, and he he, he was his idol. There we oh. go. Just background. Anyway, um, I hear Henri and Joe Willock had something to do with you coming to France originally. Joe Willock. Yeah, was it not a recommendation or something? I know Henri. Yeah, I mean, when I first um, when I first got um, when I first got told about France, um, the director he wanted me at the time. He was uh, he was French, obviously, so he played with Omri and he played with him in national team and in America. So he had a good relationship with him, and he uh, yeah he just he just asked um, he asked him about about me, how I am as a person and a player and he only said good words so that convinced him to sign me so yeah how did you feel originally about about coming to to play football in france uh originally like to be fair i didn't really watch much of the french league so i didn't really know much about the french league um obviously i'd done my research had some friends that played in france so i asked them as well and they only said good things, so uh, that convinced me to come and to, to play in France. Have you have you found the level? I get a lot of people saying that it's a lot of one-on-one -on -one circumstances, yeah. etc. Have you found it? No, it's. Um, I think it's it's a challenging it's a challenging level. Um, people normally ask me how does it differ from different leagues, and like the response I say is like it's a bit like basketball is from one end to another, and it's quite quick. And obviously, a player like me, it's quite like entertaining for me. It's it's quite 
I, I quite enjoy it because you get a lot of space to run with the ball and you're 1v1 quite a lot, so it, it benefits me in a way. Does it get an unfair rep, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it does. I think it's, I think it's underrated. Um, but like you see, for example, last year in the Champions League, where you had the Lyon and Paris in the latter stages of the, of the competition, it shows that um, there's no farmers' league. You know, is a is a competitive and a challenging league. You were a good mates with with Moise Keane, right? You and you both scored when PSG came here in December. That must have been a nice oh, yeah. feeling for the two of you. Yeah, it was, but we've never actually spoke about that. But um, but no, yeah, um, I spent a year in Italy with uh, with Moise, so we know each other quite well. Uh, we wish each other all the best, and and yeah, it was a yeah, it was a good moment that we both scored. Um, so so yeah, it was a good moment. You're challenging challenging each other in terms of numbers this season because you're quite similar. Yeah, we're quite similar, but you know, is um, with Moyes, he plays like number nine, so he will get more chances, which I said to him before the season, before he joined. Um, so. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm chasing him and, you know, he's in reach, so... And like I said, we've still got some games left, so we'll see at the end of the season. There's one thing, correct me if I'm wrong, right, but I saw some naughty footwork from you when you were at Dijon. I feel like I see a little less of that now. Is that an adaptation to Montpellier's tactics or am I just getting it wrong? Um, probably is... Uh, it's probably... Um, I don't know, me just trying to be more efficient, trying to, trying to score more goals or, or get assists rather than trying to do some, some skills where maybe I can cross it or shoot. So maybe, maybe that's the case. Because was there perhaps a feeling at, at Dijon of this was sort of your first real first team opportunity playing very regularly of really like proving, showing the world what you were capable of? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, when I was at when I was at my time at Dijon, um, it was a chance for me to show everyone, everyone in France and all over Europe, what I can do. So, so yeah, I just I, I tried and tried to show everyone what I can do, and and yeah, which brought me to which brought me here to Montpellier. So, yeah. so I know you got uh, I think scouted by Chiellini's brother for Juve. Yeah. Right, Chiellini is like a veteran defender, right? Hard yeah. man. Is there any form of comparison with the friendly fella here called Vitorino Hilton? Yeah, I mean, every day, the same, the same level of work rate every day, whether it's recovery, it's, it's training, we're doing high intensity training, it's the, it's the same level of application. Yeah, there's, there's, now that you mentioned it, there is, there is a, a lot of similarities, um, character-wise as well, off the pitch, very friendly, very welcoming, on the pitch, just a, just a lead uh, animal who wants to win. So, yeah. Um, I find it quite cool here that it's your chairman that starts the victory chance in the, in the dressing room. Had that ever yeah. happened in your career before? No, no, it hasn't. No, no the president is very much involved, I think, as you watch the games, he sits. He sits on the bench. I think he heads and kicks every ball. Um, and yeah, he's like he's like another player for us, and which is which is um, I can't describe. 
like this feeling, you know, is it's, it's a very good feeling, and this um, it brings us more closer. So it can only make us make us better in terms of as a team unit and uh, our togetherness and and yeah. But it's, no, it's, it's, I think it's really I think it's really good. It's really encouraging that he's there, win or lose, draw. He's in the change room after talking to us before the match, after the match. He comes in training like every other day, comes into the gym, sees the boys, talks to us. So, no, it's, it's really good. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see. It's really, we were talking about it on the way in because yeah. obviously his, his dad was such a character of French football and yeah. he's really followed in with the, the good work that it's doing. It's, yeah. it's quite a family club here, you feel. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, Speaking of family, would you would you tell your little brother to come play in France? Because I know he's uh, coming up strong as well, no? Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's still young, um, he's still learning, similar position to me. So obviously, you can imagine he's asking me for advice. Um, but yeah, I mean, if the chance arises, he knows where to 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 um, look for advice and where to look for help. So. I don't know, we'll see in the future if, um, if there's a possibility, then we can explore it. There's some, uh, for once, in, in a, a Ligue 1 lifetime, there's some other lads from England over here. Some that uh, I imagine you would have grown up playing against. I went to see Trevor Shalaba last <laughs> week, uh, John yeah. Panzo here as well. Yeah. Um, these guys that you've known pretty much throughout your teenagehood. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Me and Trev, um, we played... Um, in the in the England youth teams until until 20s, so I know him very well. Panzo's a little bit younger, but obviously he was a good player at Chelsea, and like I remember watching him against our young boys, especially like FA Youth Cup and things like that. And and yeah, to see us like competing against each other um, at this level is is quite is quite. It's quite encouraging, and it should encourage the other like young players in England that are struggling for game times at clubs to um, to go out abroad and find their feet, you know, and get to a level where they can they can play consistently at a top level and show everyone how good they are. So, and as well, man, I I know you played with uh, back in your time at Arsenal. It's a uh, sad times for him at the moment. Jeffrey in Adelaide, that must have, must have hurt to, to see a former teammate uh, go down again like that. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, again, this is his second time. Um, he's come back He's come back strong from one, and I'm sure knowing Jeff, he'll come back strong from, from this one. And obviously, your thoughts are with him uh, and his family and what he's going through. But yeah, I know Jeff will come back strong and, and ready to go again. So, yeah. Back to you, briefly. Um, what can we, what can we hope to see from you between now and the end of the season? Ten odd games left. Um, hopefully more goals, more assists. Uh, yeah, pretty much more goals and assists. So that's what we're aiming for. Finishing the top ten in the scoring charts. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed for you. <laughs> yeah. Nice one. Thank you.